why someone sucked the blood out of our goats. Who the hell would do that? You want to know who be sucking all these goats? <laughs> I'm a chupacabra, legendary creature, tiny ass goat. You know I'm going to eat ya. I suck goats like a bad motherfucker. Cabra means goat. Chupa means sucker. Blood sucking stud at a goat buffet. Yeah, I be sucking on goats like every day. My thick ass skin is like ancient armor. I suck more goats than an Appalachian farmer. You wanna roll with me? Then you're out of luck. Unless you be bringing some goats to suck. After midnight, we're gonna let it all hang out. After midnight, we're gonna chill and shine. Here we go! I must have been 13 years old, not more than that, the first time I read Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, which was a challenge for me because I'm French-Canadian, and I decided that I want to read in English, and it's pretty much old English, it's Victorian English. But still, even then, even despite the challenge, something struck me right at the beginning of the book, right as it starts, is that um, Mr. Hyde is slowly introduced in the opening pages of the book, and people hate him just by looking at him. He hasn't done anything yet, at least not that they know of, but just being in close proximity to them, they hate him. And the word spreads about the feeling, spreads about the, this this uh, this hideous man. And it struck me, as a 13-year-old who was being bullied, probably wasn't the moral of the book, but it struck me that everybody is a monster, not necessarily the one who looks like it. Those who think that they're perfect, that they're angels, sometimes they're the ones who are monstrous. My name is Anthony. Welcome to my show. It is After Midnight. I do this podcast because I've been working nights for almost 16 years now. Been a night owl for even longer. I spend the day with my kids. So I don't really have a social life at all. <laughs> I haven't had for years. I need to talk to somebody and that somebody somehow is me. Hopefully now it's you. What I do is I play 10 songs every week related on a specific subject and a subject this week on Maple Street. A reference to... The Twilight Zone, the original black and white, 45 episodes a season, Twilight Zone. My favorite episode, one that I watch every Halloween, is the one called Monsters Are Due on Maple Street. About residents of a street where suddenly nothing works. Cars don't start. Uh, power is out. But one house has it, has power, the car starts. Then it doesn't. Then it's another house. And as the day goes on and darkness falls on the street... The residents start turning on each other like monsters. And it's not, there's a sci-fi element to it that everything is caused by alien to observe them, to cause chaos. But really, it's a human story. It's a story about who we are, about how easy it is for us to turn back into primitives. It's something that both terrifies me and fascinates me. Look at what, what's happening with all the, these extremists rising everywhere, these shootings. I, I don't know exactly when I'm going to be posting this episode because I record them a few in advance, but I'm pretty sure that by the time I do post it, there's going to be a shooting around it, which is really, really sad that I have to say that, that I can assume that so easily. So what kind of monster are you? If something really bad happened, a natural disaster, you lose your house... 
anything that really is usually called by insurance companies act of God, if that happens to you, what kind of monster will you become? Let's listen to the first tree song and think about it. Enjoy.
Stranger to scary situations, I deal with them all the time. Now, if you just stick with me, Morty, we're gonna be. Holy crap, Morty, run! Morty, run! I never, I never seen that thing before! I don't know what the hell it is! We gotta get out of here, Morty! It's gonna kill us! Down the forest long, the forest 
screen Was colored black by those killing machines She and her furry friends Took down the queen, the and her men And that's how the story goes The story of the beast with those watery Amazing alternative band from Reykjavik, Iceland, of Monsters and Man, from their debut album, which was called My Head is an Animal, a line from the song you just heard, Beast with Four Dirty Paws. Beautiful song, really like it. They had a, a really big smash with a song called Ill Talks from the same album, uh, around I think 2011, was pretty much on the charts on every country. The album itself was in the top 20 in most uh, countries. Well, mostly European and, and uh, North American countries. Really nice song. Uh, you might have heard that song for the uh, the, uh, the soundtrack and the uh, trailer for the Secret Life of Walter Mitty with Ben Stiller. Came out a few years ago. Didn't see the movie. Saw the original, though. Yeah, what can I say? Before that, Blue Oyster Cult with one of their three best-known songs. When you think about that band, you think about Burning For You, Don't Fear the Reaper, and Godzilla. Pretty much tongue Cheek song, should I say? It's a funny song if you listen to it carefully. Didn't chart at all. Well, it did. It did. It was released as a single, but it was a complete failure as a single. But it did get a lot of airplays on radio stations anyway, and it became really, really popular. Even though nobody really bought the single of the album more because of the song, the song got a lot of airplay, and it, it's known as a sleeper hit, I guess, which they call in the movies. And uh, it was featured in a bunch of movies as well, Detroit Rock City, Dr. and Z-Boys. When the, um, when the U.S. first tried to uh, Americanize Godzilla in 1998, the song was absent from the, the soundtrack. So, so two of the members of the, the band did a parody called Nozilla. As, uh, you know, it's probably the most popular song about that particular monster, but you're not putting it in your movie. What the F? Uh, what can you say? Before that, uh, the beautiful Candle. Uh, her name is Candle. Well, her stage name is Candle. Not a band. It's the singer's name. Candle from Montreal, from my area. Absolutely great album. It's a bluesy... Uh, it's hard to describe the album 
but it's incredibly good. It's unlike anything you've listened to. And just listen to that song. It's absolutely out of left field. Really good. Talking about the demons inside, of course. Like I was saying, which kind of monster are you? Well, she's telling her man, hide that demon inside. So... I hope you enjoyed that song because I love it. I hope you enjoyed the first three-song block. Have you considered your answer? What kind of monster are you? I'd say I'm the Hulk. Yeah. I turn green a lot when I go into, you know, cars and planes and and uh, rides at the fair. I, I just get green and blah. Yeah, so, yeah, the Hulk. Maybe Unless you think of another green monster. Green giant, maybe? No, not a green giant. I'm not that tall. Or good-looking. Because the green giant was good-looking, to be honest. Alright. Okay, I am diverging a lot, so let's <laughs> continue with our next two songs about monsters. Enjoy.
Selenia, he's coming. It's because I threw halfway my sandwich. He's just a pickle. He's a monster. Interrupt this program to bring you. With Big Chick the Hamster. In the late 1980s, the world learned a brand new word that would change their lives forever. 
or at least the next six months. Cholesterol. It was everywhere. Check your cholesterol. Ask your doctor. Better yet, ask your grocer. Don't ask what it is. Just ask what you can eat. We'll tell you. We care about you. Like that little girl in the McCain ads. Dad, is there cholesterol in those fries? Well, no, dear. But there isn't the fucking oil that we used to fry them. But wait, ten years later, you learn a new word. Trans fat. That word was everywhere. In your cereals, in your shampoo, on your tires. Never mind cigarette. Trans fat was the great evil to look out for. Today, it's something else. Gluten. Is that food without gluten, sir? Well, check on the package. Gluten-free. Hmm, that's probably why it costs ten times as much. Let alone taste like wood shavings. I should know. So what is gluten? Gluten is a goddamn protein. It's found in wheat and grain and rice and everything that's grown into the earth. It's a protein that makes the dough rise and taste all chewy. It's good for you, unless you're one of 0.5% of the population. 0.5. Zero, little dot, 5% of the population that has an adverse reaction to it. More people are allergic to Fox News. But it is pretty bad. Like, mm, diarrhea, vomiting, joint pains, headaches. Yeah, it's bad. Not as bad as, say, mm, peanut allergy, but it's bad. People who have that disease, adverse reaction to it, should steer free of it. Everybody else, eat your goddamn bread. But bitchy, Jenny McCarthy says it's not good for autism. Fuck Jenny McCarthy. Fuck Jenny McCarthy. Let me just say, fuck Jenny McCarthy. Alright? Gluten does not cause autism. It helps you stay in better health. You know what else helps you stay in better health? Stop eating goddamn junk food. Don't buy your kids any video games. Buy them a fucking hockey stick like a good Canadian and push them on the fucking ice. Make them play outside. Stop eating McDonald's, drinking Cokes, and staying on your fat ass all day long. Eat well, move a lot, and you'll be healthy. You won't have to steer free of gluten food. Alright? Bitchy out. Halfway point of the show, brought to you by the Rodent Rage Podcast with Bitchy the Hamster. If you'd like to listen to more of their stuff without having to listen to me, God forbid, you can find them at rodentrage.podomatic.com 24-7 because it's on the internet and it's free of charge because it doesn't cost them anything to do it. You can listen by the quality of it. Not bitching. Bitchy. But there you go. They like if you take their stuff, their two-minute rants, and put it in the middle of your own podcast like I do. It's pretty much their own marketing tool, so go ahead and have fun with it. Before that, we had uh, Montreal's own Dan Bigra with Shinu Wushibu, song about uh, Big Bad Wolf and uh, Little Red Riding Hood, who, uh, well, uh, get it on in the woods, if I can say so, in duet with uh, American expatriates Senior Nanette Workman. Really fun song. I wish you could listen to, to it in French uh, or, or, you know, watch a video. It probably is a video somewhere with English subtitles. A really funny song. It's a really nice song. Dan did um, an album of song based upon these these childhood uh, stories. So he did one about the Three Little Pigs. Uh, it's really, really funny stuff. Before that was the, the beautiful Kendra Morris, soul singer from New York, uh, singing Benchy. If you really want to discover who she is. She did an incredible cover of uh, Pink Floyd's Shine On You Crazy Diamond, which was used in a bunch of movies. It really is the essence of her soul singing. Beautiful singer, beautiful voice. All I can say is I love her, so please discover her if you don't know who she is. And listen to that song again. It's really amazing. Amazing arrangement, voice. Really sings from the guts. <laughs> Alright, let's go with the second half of the show. Enjoy. Tell 
flowers like silk, but you're curdling my milk. I know not of what ilk thou art. Demon woman, you sit on a rock, looking nice in your frock, but you're scaring my livestock. You're making me moan to my bone into stone. You're taking me home to meet your familiars. Nice to meet you. You cast your spell. Very well. Cut puppy's toes off, pulling animals' nose off. How'd you magic my clothes off? Demon woman, take me back to your room. Make me howl at the moon. Make me pray to the temple of woo. Demon woman, Your breasts are balls of flame. And I'm burning my hands, playing these ball games. Demon woman,
All Your Zombies, if the title is familiar, inspired by an old uh, Ray Bradbury story from the 1950s called All Your Zombies, about predestination, a story about um, a woman who becomes a man 
Oh, God, you have to read the story. It's really messed up. It, it was the basis for a movie called Predestination that came out, I think, in 2015. We need to knock, which expanded on the story. Really, really good. Basically, the story of a person who is uh, their own uh, father and mother and child. So, basically, <laughs> I mean, the biggest paradox ever. Imagine that you're uh, your you're own mom and dad. You travel through time and you inseminate your own self. Then you became a man. And, oh, God. Screwed up story, but incredibly good story as well. Um, and the title uh, is the last line of the story. Where do all you zombies come from? Which is a reference to of humanity. We're just zombies walking around our daily grind. And do we really think about what we're doing? Do we really live a life? Or are we just walking along waiting to bite into someone else's brain? Hmm. Before that, Demon Woman by the Flight of the Concords, duo from New Zealand. They had a show on HBO, if you didn't know that. Really fantastic show where each episode they would uh, perform a hit song with a storyline based around that song, and that's why it lasted only two seasons. It was really a lot of work for them, having every single episode to come up with a hit song, write, compose, arrange the song, then write an episode around it, then perform the episode, a 30-minute episode. That that was a lot of work for the two guys. So uh, after two seasons, they decided to call it quits, but German Clement really didn't suffer from it. His career just took off after that, and he's everywhere, and he does Disney movies, he does everything he wants to do. He has that really particular low voice. You've heard him in the God. He was in regular show We Bear Bears. He was that that shiny lobster in the Moana movie. You just if you listen carefully, you're gonna hear everywhere on TV. All right, if you need to go to the bathroom, now's the time. Press pause and go because we're not up for the last three songs. We're up for the last song, but a massive one, ladies and gentlemen, Jack Wayne. gathered on the common, hypnotized by the unscrewing of the cylinder. Two feet of shining screw projected when, suddenly, the lid fell off. Two luminous, disc-like eyes appeared above the rim. A huge, rounded bulk, larger than a bear, rose up slowly, glistening like wet leather. Its lipless mouth quivered and slabbered, and snake-like tentacles writhed as the clumsy body heaved and pulsated. 
few young men crept closer to the pit. A tall funnel rose, then an invisible ray of heat leapt from man to man, and there was a bright glare as each was instantly turned to fire. Every tree and bush became a mass of flames at the touch of this savage, unearthly heat ray. I felt I was being toyed with, that when I was on the very verge of safety, this mysterious death would leap after me and strike me down. At last I reached Maybury Hill, and in the dim coolness of my home, I wrote an account for my newspaper before I sank into a restless, haunted sleep.
Horsell Common, the Martians continued hammering and stirring, sleepless, indefatigable, at work upon the machines they were making. Now and again a light, like the beam of a warship's searchlight, swept the common, and the heat ray was ready to follow. star with a trail of green mist landed with a flash like summer lightning. This was the second cylinder.
All the way back to 1978, Jeff Wayne, War of the Worlds, he did a complete prog rock opera about the book, about the H.G. Wells book, with some narration interpersonal, like you heard, and uh, there's a bit with some acting, some characters of the book pop up, and you have some actors doing it, but the voice that you heard was Richard Burton. At least for that recording, the the album was uh, was adapted to a variety of, of uh, stage performances, and I know that uh, recently, recently as in the last ten years, over the last ten years, a few times, Liam Neeson was part of those production and played the part of Richard Burton, right, the, the journalist who narrates the story. Uh, what you heard was the second uh, song of the album. It was a massive two vinyl albums back when it was released in 1978 and this was on side a of the first uh vinyl second uh, song was called all shall all shall second song look it up yourself i can't pronounce that i'm sorry but i love the music i really love it it's um it's prog rock so it's something that you have to be in the mood to listen to and i honestly when i go for a long drive i put that on i really 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 love that it puts me in the mood so please, if you have time, if you have an evening, a day to kill, nothing to do, put this on. Put uh, Jeff Wayne's Water World on. It really, it bears being discovered. Back in 2009, it was named the 40th graded album of all time in the UK. 40th. I mean, it, it sounds it sounds far behind, but when you consider that most of the Beatles albums were the first ones, and just think about all the great British artists that came out in the 70s, the 60s, the 80s, the 90s, now even, this is the 40th greatest of all of them. This is something. Thank you so much for being here with me tonight and for bearing through this 12-minute song. Well, 11-something. <laughs> I hope you appreciated the show as much as I love recording it, and I hope to see you again next week. Goodbye. I go out walking 